0: Well, good evening, race fans around the internet. Uh, Welcome back. You're listening to Talking Dirt, episode number eight. Well, we're going to do episode eight and nine. This is going to be the Talking Dirt sode, we'll call it for now. Um, So I appreciate you guys for tuning in on this fine Thursday evening. I I do want to apologize. It wasn't an episode that uh, that aired last week. I had a a medical emergency uh, in the household. Last week was rough. Last last week week was rough. rough. Last week was rough for you, for me, for... Everybody in my house, and for I guess everybody around the world too, because a lot of people have been complaining about how how rough last week is, whether it be at the racetrack or not. But um, yeah. First, we're going to cover two weeks of racing on this episode. Um, and we're also going to talk about some stuff that's coming up this weekend, um of course, and this week with the first off the uh, Eldora Million, the Dirt Late Model Dream, which starts tonight. Actually, if you if you're listening to this on Thursday. Dirt Lake model dream, uh, kicks off on Thursday. It was rained out. Matt, it actually was supposed to start tonight. We're recording this on Wednesday. So Matt, it was supposed to start tonight, but, uh, ran out at outdoor. But quickly, let's, let's talk about that because remember last weekend, not, not this past weekend, but weekend before two weeks ago, they had the, the Johnny Appleseed classic where, um, yeah, I believe it was, it was just, a everybody that raced was saying that the track was as rough as it's ever been. They won't race there again. Yeah, like davenport said a couple weeks ago man it was rougher than a mexican a night in a mexican jail out there so uh did you see what they were doing earlier this week what's that yeah
1: yeah i did but i also wanted to say i i watch a guy on youtube named ryan missler and he was in that race and he just everybody all the drivers he talked to afterwards all on the same page you know there there was a lot of you know uh bleeps as you call it i guess (laughs) and uh when referencing how the track surface was.
0: But that's really been a a really tricky thing. Um, And then you go back two weeks ago, another rough track situation was at Lucas Oil whenever um, the night, the prelim night before uh, Ferguson went to, went and won the Chevy 100. You had Mike Marler who took a bad bump in a rut, uh, came down right on the, on the floor pan right up underneath where a seat would be. And it crushed the sheet metal going in. Now, Cars that we race, cars that I know, have bars under there, so it would be really hard to do that. I'm not sure what chassis he's running. I think it's a Longhorn, if I'm not mistaken. I think. Um, or it may be a, another, it a, a different capital. brand. It might, it yeah, a it capital. might be a Capital. I'm not sure. He's from Tennessee, so whatever cars are prominent there. I know, um, like,
1: under mine, which my car's a 2014 Rocket, there's mm-hmm. there's bars, like, halfway under it. Now that makes sense. Like... Uh, like where my right foot is on the gas pedal, there's there's no bars under that.
0: Yeah, but co- extending over to the clutch and the brake pedal.
1: Yeah, the the clutch and the brake pedal, or there. Well, bars here's what I'm there.
0: thinking. I, the The thing that sticks out to me is that could have been a case where the um where the impact was just so harsh that it ruptured the bars and bent them in. If there are bars under there now that is a possibility, although that had to be some impact. Yeah,
1: but um, no-
0: nonetheless, it it ruptured the sheet metal and pinned his foot up against the um up against the brake pedal. And I haven't seen an update. It's been a week. I haven't seen an update whether or not there was like a fracture or anything involved. But another um, safety related incident was at Sumter three or four weeks ago now, where we had a driver have a a piece of a piece of bar from I don't know if it's a bumper bar or what, but it actually got lodged and jammed up through the bottom mm. of jammed up through the sheet metal that was on the bottom of his race car, right through the, the wheel or right in the, uh, where he has his pedals and it pinned his right foot against the brake pedal or mm. yeah. Right foot against the brake pedal. Cause it came up in between the brake pedal and the, um, and the gas pedal as soon as he was on the brakes, which was kind of crazy, but, um, Yeah, that that was a scary incident. Excuse, me, I lost my train of thought there. I Had to recapture myself. Um, that was a scary incident. A lot of weird incidents are happening right now in the racing world. Uh, a little more recent. This has been just this past weekend. There was a car, and I want to say it was Arkansas Matt. I don't know. If, have you seen this video of the driver coming out? He comes out of the corner and hits the wall, or actually hits another car and flips up over the wall and lands about four or five feet from a track worker. Have you seen that clip? No, I haven't. No, you have It's It's on the Sumter Speedway page. Uh, if you guys at home want to go check it out. Actually, you know what, Matt? Go ahead, get out your phone and go to uh, facebook.com forward slash Sumter Speedway and find the last video that we posted. We're going to do a, a quick watch along. And uh, while Matt does that, uh, we want to talk a little bit about results from last week as we didn't, we didn't get to them uh, in the show before we had to had to close out. Um, oh yeah. Another injury from Eldora from that rough, rough track was Josh Richards. Uh, I haven't seen an update on whether or not it was a concussion or whatnot. Um, a little bit of news that we wanted to talk about last week before the episode. Oh, that's cut short. scary. Yeah. That, that was, that oh, was, man. yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll talk about it in a second. We'll, get, we'll let you watch it in a second. I don't know why you watched it already. A uh, little more news. I you watch it. I told you to pull it up. We were going to watch it on the uh, podcast. Oh, but uh, we'll go back over it. Hold on. Billy Moyer comes out of retirement. He is racing the Eldor Million and the Dream. Um, and the other news that we were going to talk about was Bulls Gap opening back up. They ran an event a couple of weeks ago. So I think that that's interesting that that track that's faced so much turmoil so far this year um, has, has come out, and they are back to racing. Uh, some results that I wanted to go over from Travelers Rest. This is now two weeks ago. Uh, was Trent Blackwell re- winning Extreme 4, Bradley Whitesides, Young Guns, Ron Tucker and Thunder Bomber, Cade Presnell wins the rookie class, Scott Cannon wins Renegade, Shayla Menders wins Thunder Bomber Futures, Jason McGrew, Pure Stock, um, Lakeview from two weekends ago, Matt, Ben Watkins won the Carolina Clash, uh, Rambo Franklin finished second, Michael Rouse third, uh, then it was Josh Richardson and Brian Strickland, they ended up getting in a wreck, another scary wreck was a couple weeks ago, yeah. where, uh, where Brian Strickland flipped that number three car at Lakeview, and... Um, yeah, that thing was total. I, did, flat out totaled. Yeah, um, they'd had to, they had to put a whole new body on that car. But luckily, uh, for this past Friday night, which we'll talk about later on in the episode, so y'all stay tuned. Uh, Brian Strickland actually drove a car that's owned by Mason Price. Mason Price, of course, the uh, the owner of MJ Price Construction that sponsors a bunch of late models, and the owner of uh, Willie Milliken's rides. So. Uh, Wild Child Racing actually lent Brian a car for this past weekend. Uh, Friday night it, it was a Dixieland Speedway with uh, the Steel Block Bandits yes. that we'll talk about later on. Then it was Dalton Hodge winning SCDRA, and then it was Case Daniels, I believe, in the modified division, and uh, Jeremy Cumbie won in the uh, the vintage class. Cameron Norris, the fourth, one, street stock, and that was the weekend that some Sumter people traveled. Terry Caples, Robbie Disher, uh, round out the top three. Oh, man, there's some Facebook drama with Robbie Disher right now, Matt. I'm not going to talk about it on the podcast. Y'all just go look it up. Um, at Lancaster, Timbo won in Renegade. Chris Fincher won in Vintage. Benji Knight won Thunder Bomber. Um, that's the name you're going to hear a lot more in this uh, episode. Uh, Timbo won again in the late model division, Then there was a little bit of drama. Uh, Kevin Guy went and ended up flipping on the last lap, trying to make a pass on Timbo. Um, there were claims of it being Dirty Driving on Facebook. Um, but I don't think anything has come of that so far. I don't believe there was any retaliation last week or anything. So that, that might, uh, subside for the time being. Then Lauren Speedway, we had Justin Rand on th- in Thunder Bomber Futures, Chucky Duncan, one in 602s, uh, old scoop dog, won the young gun class, Austin Brown, won MMSA, Reed Niederheiser, one Thunder Bomber, Trenton Jameson won front wheel drive, Larry Thames in limiteds. Um, again, this is now two weeks ago. So. You guys already probably know all this, but I wanted to go over it just because we didn't get to last week. Um, I believe Blue Ridge was at Harris on that weekend. Matthew Nance went to Victory Lane. Scott Sherry finished third. Dylan Watson or Scott Shirey finished second. Dylan Watson third. Excuse me. Um, and again, that was last Sat or two Saturdays ago now. Um, with those results, and then that Sunday, Ultimate Super Late Models were at Cherokee Speedway. Trent Ivy uh, got the pole. Ross Bales got the jump on him. Uh, in the feature, uh, Bales goes on a win, Zach Mitchell second, Trent Ivy third, uh, Newman Presnell in Extreme 4, Matt Gilbert, and MMSA, Nathan Pierce won the $3,000 pure stock race. Rod Tucker won the Mideast Thunder Bomber event, but then failed tech inspection, and the win went to Hunter F- Thunderbird. Hunter That's a fun one to say, Matt. Um, and then in Street Stock, that was the controversy from Cherokee the other week. I've actually learned more about this uh, incident after we were trying to record before, so I'm glad we're doing this now. Uh, Mitchell Duval won Street Stock, but there was a big incident in the race where Caleb McLaughlin, um, every single lap had a heck of a run coming out of two because he was running the top of Cherokee Speedway. Duvall was holding down the bottom, but he was kind of cutting off the lane, um, cutting off the lane for McLaughlin to try and make a move to the outside down the back straight away if that makes sense. Because Duvall, he would be about in the middle, three-quarters of the way up the track at the start of the straightaway. Then before he went into the corner, he would drift up near the wall and then angle in, which is a great racing line to run. McLaughlin, however, was trying to get to his outside going into turn number three where he had been on the top the whole time. Instead of just backing off like he had previous laps, he didn't figure that Mitchell would come up and try to close it. But my best guess is that Mitchell had no idea he was there, just going through the motions like he had every single lap right matt that's just kind of one of the things a lot of these people that may not know matt you you cannot turn your head to look in these late models or these street stocks nowadays with the with the hans devices the uh the full containment seats you can't turn your head to look so he All probably right. had no idea right
1: i mean you can turn it a little bit and you can obviously move your eyes but i mean but not enough there's to, there's to see only guy so behind much you. there's only so much you can see
0: well, and then, again, people say, well, why don't they just use mirrors? I'm pretty sure it's mandated in Crusa or Mideast that you can't use mirrors, Matt, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, pretty much all the dirt racing, there's no mirrors, no radios, which I don't understand, but I'm I'm not arguing with it. I- the
0: no radios part, I 100% understand, because a lot of crews don't have enough money to be able to keep up with that, Right. See if so because you know as well as I know if you've got one person who's underfunded can't afford to have a radio system, well,
1: which, uh, although you
0: could really just use a walkie talkie. Radio radio systems you know?
1: aren't aren't that expensive. Back in the day when I first started racing cars, um, you could use radios at Lakeview. Yeah, orchards in the class I was in, mm-hmm. and we had a set. I mean, they're, or they're not it, it could also
0: it could also be a case of somebody not having somebody that can that can talk to them on radio or whatever i don't know yeah. man i don't know what goes into these rules all i know is that they are rules but um i'm not again, against
1: it though it, it gives it a
0: you know yeah it gives everybody it, a players ch- a fighter's it, chance
1: it puts it back more more back in or i don't know how to say back it. It to the basics back to the basics back in the driver's hands i mean it's just the
0: driver out there
1: well and the, and the big thing you is if you have sticks, but...
0: Yeah, spot, spotter sticks can help, but uh, people like you don't look sometimes for it
1: them. Can, sometimes it
0: can, <laughs> they can be hard to see. People like Matt don't look for your spotter sticks. Um,
1: look, I'm still trying to get the hang of a light model. Okay, I'm looking at the track.
0: <laughs> if you've got a guy that doesn't have a radio set up, if they were legal now, if you've got a guy that doesn't have a radio set up uh, against a guy that does, the guy that does is going to have the advantage 99% of the time. Hey, Make it 100% of the time so that, that might play into why. but honestly deep down. I do not know I am just a race fan and a race announcer. I don't make those rules um, Although I've been asked to a couple of times. I don't I ain't gonna get all that Um, not not by sissy or anybody just by people. That, why don't you make the rules? I, I don't know. I can't do it um So that caused a bit of a melee after the fact, but I have been told that it was a completely different situation it was like fans that got involved it was was just a big mob of people that were mad at each other um about this incident i guess fans of mitchell fans of caleb or it might have had something to do with crew but it it didn't involve either one of the drivers neither of the drivers wanted to fight anybody so that's what i was told after the fact so i'm going to stick with that uh, but, yeah, big melee at Cherokee a couple of weeks ago. Um, again, it was Duvall winning, Blake Bentley second, Dalton PV third. And then, in the end of the night, Jody Sparks won the Sharp Mini late model series. And I believe that's all the results from last that, weekend. That reminds
1: me. Uh, that? There was A while back, there was a video from a long time ago. I can't remember what decade it was. hmm It was obviously a very old video. Mm-hmm. and the the... Description or whatever said this is the reason why it's the place your mama warned you about, and it. Yep. These two guys wrecked, and it was just a big melee on the front straightaway. Cars still were going down the straightaway, and it. It was it was
0: ridiculous. Well, that yeah, we know why that that's called the uh, the place your mama warned you about. But you, Matt, do you want to talk a little bit about why Sumter's called the toughest little dirt track in the South? That
1: track's tough.
0: Man, we had, oh my gosh.
1: You got to be up on the wheel at that track, man.
0: This past weekend, put the definition to tough, because there were guys that were having a lot of problems, um, and with with the track, with other drivers, with whatever. We had a street stock race, Matt, that ran, it didn't even run 15. It ran 12 laps, and Mm. it took about 50 minutes to complete.
1: What? give or take give on? or take a
0: little bit well a lot of it was to do with a a really really bad pile-up that I've seen now there's clips of it on Facebook but there was a really big pile-up that involved Caden outlaw um, along with about ten other drivers but outlaw and somebody else I can't remember who it was um, who was that triggered it exactly but then a, a spin out ensued and the track Matt when I tell you that there were about six cars that blocked the track from the wall because Robbie Disher ended up on top of the wall, uh, the, his back end at least, and that that's what took up a, m- a majority of the time trying to get him down from there. And props to our uh, safety crew that works at Sumter do a tremendous job. Um, and the thing that they were struggling with a lot is whenever you uh, whenever you got to hook up to a car, uh, besides a, a late model or something. Late models are why don't a lot of late models run chains on the front uh, or the back of the car, Matt?
1: Well, if you think about it, if sometime, if you get in a wreck, you know, you might rip off the front end of the car.
0: Maybe, a very good yeah.
1: possibility because those front ends, like I said, they're they're designed to shear off so they don't bend the frame. Yes. So, I mean, there's a good chance that the front end will rip off. I'll run a cable on mine because it's in the rule book
0: yeah it is yeah so, it's in the world books but a lot of I, people don't and yeah continue
1: i i don't i don't get it i don't, get
0: what I'd, people I don't either i obviously if there's an incident where your the front end of your car would easily come off if you're being towed off they're probably going to hook up to something else anyways but um right but yeah getting back to that um most or all of our classes at sumter are required to have tow chains on the front and the back of the car um besides the late models because hey how are you gonna hook them up to the back of the car there's nothing to hook it to just about um but we do appreciate when they put them on the front um we had a couple of incidents where cars didn't have toe straps which took up a lot of time on the night um but yeah this incident took up more time than we had bargained for because there was the added factor of getting robbie off of the wall um But, yeah, when I tell you, there were six cars piled up from literally the top wall, the outside wall, all the way to the inside wall in this wreck. Nobody could get by it, so we had to red flag it until we got everybody out. Um, That race ended up with Hank Taylor actually winning. And while we're on it, why don't we, Matt, go ahead and go over some of the results from Sumter Speedway this past Saturday night. Again, it was the Mideast Thunder Bombers. Uh, Mideast Thunder Bombers in the house for their... What what did they call this here? Uh, their Shootout Series, I believe it was called. Let me just pull it up right quick on our scoring app, the old handy-dandy race monitor. Um, Again, street stock, it was Hank Taylor winning in 13 laps. Chris Powers comes home second. Austin Rodonis driving the Camaro. Remember, he uh, got in a bad incident um at Cherokee a few weeks back during that uh, ultimate uh, street stock challenge race, and he ended up having to put the... The Johnny Rocket on, on life support for the time being. He pulled back out the Camaro, finished third there. Um, let's get, go over some other classes here. Uh, first, late models. Late models started nine cars. Matt, you will take a guess at how many finished? Uh, I know how many finished. You know how many finished. Okay, well, I'll, I'll spoil it here. Three of the nine ended up finishing. It was uh, David Linville and James Murphy on the front row. And uh, just both drivers trying to get the edge going into turn number one. Nobody wanted to give an inch. Um, Linville into into Murphy, and I believe James told me his power steering or something locked up. Steering rack broke. Steering, uh, steering rack broke. That's what it was. Steering rack broke. Um, and he ended up sending out. Not, did not finish the race. That was your first car out. Okay. Uh, fast forward a couple of laps. I believe Isaiah James was caught up in that too. So that makes two cars out on lap number one. The uh the next car out was Jimmy Stukes, who was driving for the. I believe he was driving a late model. For the first time in either ever or in a long time i'm not familiar with that name um he's the second car that pulls off then just a couple laps later jason hodge had enough he pulled off and then uh david pack who surprised me for a little bit he ended up starting in the second spot after murphy um after murphy went out uh little david pack had a few good laps solid like mid-16s really good solid laps and then uh
1: he i was watching it
0: um while we were waiting for my race i was watching it on
1: race monitor he i think david linville turned a, four, a 15.4 second lap mm-hmm. and then david peck turned of 15.9 which was i believe the second fastest lap of the race it was I yes mean, it was he, he's
0: he he was turning some decent times but after um after a few laps david little david ended up picking up a push And I talked to him after the race, and we both agreed that once that happened, he tried to overdrive it like crazy. Um, He tried to overcompensate for the push, and it just made it a lot worse. So he ends up, uh, I I believe, involved in an incident, and he'll pull off after 13 of the 20 laps. Hardy Humans will pull off after 15 of the 20 laps after some engine troubles. Uh, David Linville goes on to win. William Russell, who Matt was in his first ever late model race, first time he's ever driven a late model, comes home in the second spot. Justin Shumpert nice. comes home in the third spot. Yeah, very nice for a, a, a rookie. Uh, that car didn't look like a rookie car, but uh, he, he is a rookie in a late model. I'll say that. Um, Extreme four uh, main event. Wesley Keller goes uh, back-to-back, I believe, the 11K car. Brandon Glisten second. Joseph Thompson rounds out the uh, the top three there in Extreme 4. Super Streets, Cameron Holloway, absolutely dominant in car 118. Uh, turns to 17.0 is his fastest lap of the race. Next fastest, Matt, would be a 17.3 by Austin Rodonis. So Holloway, a good 2 to 3 tenths seconds faster per lap. Uh, 118 was on a rail there. Austin Rodonis did a great job of keeping up with him. Uh, Tony Truett was also right there. He finished in the third spot. Uh, You go to the Thunder Bombers shootout race where uh, Benji Knight, Madison Hoots, Walter, er, uh, and William Disher, they'd be your top three cars after the heat races. And the Mideast decided to throw a little wrench in the things and make them redraw the top three. Uh, It would have been Benji Knight on the pole Madison hoots outside, and William Disher third. But they wanted to redraw, and after the redraw, Disher maintained the third spot. He was the first to draw, and then um, Benji actually drew number two, and Madison drew the one. So that swaps your front row. Everybody else stayed the same for the feature, and it got a little bit wild, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. It got a little wild. Uh, you had some of our locals mixing it up with some guys that were travelers. um a couple of those guys, Justin Amerson had a good run going until some, uh, some incident, uh, LJ Sonneman had a great run going in Carson 96. Once again, LJ has been, LJ's been one of those guys, Matt. I've watched him race now for three or four years. I don't know if you're very, uh, familiar with them, but it started with, with LJ in a, in an older car, uh, back in 2019. And it was, is I, I he was he was learning he was getting better and you could just kind of tell that he was going to be pretty good in a few years if he kept at it. Last year or twenty twenty comes around and he gets his first ever race win on in a great race car. I, I wonder who's got it now, but I I wish he I wish he'd still be driving it. That car was amazing. Uh, gets a win in twenty twenty. Uh, comes back in twenty twenty one. Races a little bit in the car that he had the previous year, but then switches it up to Thunder Bomber when Sumter announces the Thunder Bomber rules. And he's still pretty quick. And then we come to this year, and, I mean, dude, dude's showing showing his potential right now. Uh, a bunch of top three finishes. He's been part of some of the best battles I've ever seen with Walter Anderson and some other drivers. And, yeah, I just want to highlight him and say that I think of the guys that are going to capture a win here soon at Sumter, and he's up there, up there with the two or three other guys. Another guy that I think might capture one soon will be uh, Eugene Vaughn, again, the kid that won – the, the first ever Econa 4 championship at Sumter. Um, he's now on a Thunder Bomber, Matt, and he's on well on his way. That's a good car, well on his way to capturing a win. But uh, back to the race. Your winner of the Street Sock shootout, or the Thunder Bomber shootout, excuse me, was Benji Knight. He was able to overcome Hoots uh, at about the halfway point of this race. So Benji Knight ends up going to Victor Lane with Madison Hoots second. Walter Anderson holds it down for the home crowd. In the third spot, um, let's see, Econo 4 feature. Paul Hewlett beats Marty Horn and Scott Upton, your top three. Uh, Modified 4 saw Aaron Weed return, as well as Miles Mintz and Daniel Kramer. Those three put on a heck of a show. Mintz and Weed battled lap after lap, but it was Aaron Weed coming out on top. Mintz, second, and Daniel Kramer, third. And then to round out the night, we talked about Street Stock, but again, it was Hank Taylor that uh, that won that race in the end after about 50 minutes of... uh, Fifty minutes of chaos, I will say. Now let's move right along here, Matt. Um, another race that that everybody was kind of interested in, as as we went into the went into the weekend, was the the Steel Block Bandits. This was one that I was looking at because their first four events of the year, right, Matt? They drew thirty plus cars for every event. That's kind All of right. crazy in today's day and age, especially for limited late model racing in South Carolina and North Carolina.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, it's it's unheard of with just about any series. I mean, even your local super series around here, like Clash and Ultimates, can't pull numbers like that every race.
0: Hmm. Well, oh, you're ex- you're exactly right. Um, I believe let's see how many they had. I think they had maybe only twenty four show up. So didn't quite get the thirty number again. But again, they were at Dixie Land Speedway, which is still, way out there. Oh, a, a full a full field, teacher. yeah. A full, still full field. You can't go wrong with yeah. the price of, with the tire shortage and all still sort of in effect, and now the the rising price of race fuel. Matt, have you seen this?
1: Yeah, um yeah, I've seen it a little bit. I, I mean, know. it went, it, it didn't go up. <laughs> it went up a little bit. It, not but I'm kind of worried mean, about it, it right now man. with the
0: shape of everything else.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's but you got, you kind of got to expect it to do what yeah, everything man. else has done so far, you know?
0: Exactly right, Matt. Exactly. And I hope that all those situations can clear themselves out here in the near future, but I honestly don't see it happening with the way that the world's going right now. Um, I mean, you never know. I, I mean, yeah, that's right. You never know. Maybe all the shortages will end tomorrow and we'll be fine again. And ah, USA, blah, 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 whatever. But, it's just it's trending in a weird direction right now. So just let's have talk to about this take it as it comes. Exactly. We're going to have to take it as it comes and see where racing goes in the next couple of years. Cause I'll be honest, me and a couple of the people shared the opinion this year that, well last year, in fact, that this year racing would be very, very, very slow. I well, really, I thought that car counts were going to drop tremendously and luckily they have not.
1: All right. So here, here was my thing going into this year, right? And, uh, dirt car kind of touched on this for me uh dirt car series they made yep. that post on facebook so anyways i knew there was going to be the same kind of driving as there has been for years prior Correct. So when when you think of that and you think of how these prices of everything going is going up gas oil Uh, metal tires noses all of it um i knew that with the rough driving whether it's intentional or not i knew it that there were going to be fights
0: yeah you know so oh so you think that plays into the yeah kind of the head game of people being more apropos to getting upset this year because it seems right. to be happening a little bit more. I, I see where you're going with that. Yeah. I see.
1: So what were the takes with Matt Prison. And <laughs> my thing is, Dirt Car wants to post about that and tell everybody to you know not get so mad. Nope. But my thing is, so you expect us not to get mad? We get ran over. Take it back to you about a month you ago. Can't, right. You can't control. Well. I mean, it didn't hurt my car that bad, but got, yeah, but you got mad. You, got, you uh, so <laughs> you got people getting cars ruined out here for stupid driving. Yep. You know, these series, these series, if they don't want to see the fights, they need to control that. You know, dirty driving and be strict about it.
0: I I tend to agree. Yeah, I tend to agree. Um, so I mean, again, so I kind of,
1: I, I kind of didn't like how they came off and said you know pretty much the drivers owners and crew members don't need to be getting as mad and staying calm When you know maybe they can help out a little bit by you know cleaning up their drivers
0: yep you know oh i i I tend to agree with that um (sighs) a lot of guys are were emotional before but now obviously as we already said in this show they're more emotional and more um, on edge now that the prices are where they're at. But then again, as a driver, you kind of have to take it on yourself to to realize in a moment that there are children out there that are watching you and want to and don't really need to see you act a fool because that may influence them to do the same. Oh, Matt Prision was fighting this guy at Lakeview. Uh, well, I seen him do it. That means I can do it too. That you know, you get what I'm saying. There's a lot of these I mean, young, impressionable kids that are watching these drivers, and if they see them do something, they're going to think it's okay for them to do it, too.
1: I mean, I guess, but I don't know. It, such it's a, a driver, problem. Matt. A, such a driver. It's a tough situation, man. With the money that's being spent on these cars, it, it's it's a tough emotion to
0: control. Oh, 100%. And I understand both ways. but uh, And I completely
1: I... applaud the people that can... You know, get junked in a race and James, and not even, (laughs) not even, you know, react. I, I commend him or whatever the word is.
0: Oh man, it was the funniest thing Saturday night. Um, excuse me, it was the funniest thing Saturday night. Whenever uh, James, whenever that incident happened with James, um, Mr. Greg, his dad, obviously didn't really catch it from my angle to see exactly what happened. Um, or he did. He just, he was just upset in the moment. But he was up against the fence, like throwing his arms up at other drivers, and I had to go over the last week. I said, "Mr. Greg, we we understand you're frustrated. But let's let's back it up a little bit, you know. Let's let's calm down. Let's talk about it after." And then he threw his hands up at me. He's like, "All right, man," and he walked back to the car. Um, but some other fun stuff, man. You should have came to something last week, and we had fun, man. I was playing Barbie Girl during it during the red flag. I was oh playing God. "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time." Like fans were dancing. In turn four, I'd look out the window. People are down there dancing to the music, and I'm up there being a radio DJ. It's like my second calling in life, man. You should have been there, dude. Did you play oh, your Rocket man. League song? I didn't play a Rocket League song. What's the Rocket League song?
1: No, your Rocket League song when you score a goal.
0: No, I didn't. When I that, should have. When that rarely um, happens. Come out, I'm putting that on my list. It's playing this weekend, I promise. <laughs> it's playing this weekend. I need to play yours, too. Your Rocket League song. Um, if y'all play Rocket League, you probably know what two songs we're talking about. Um, and speaking it. of Rocket League, let's There's talk about some other going. video games. Ooh, while we're in the middle of this show, let's talk about other video games, Matt, uh, specifically okay. iRacing. Um, if you guys didn't know, um, the leagues that I was running and trying to promote with with uh, Talking Dirt on the car and and whatever else, those leagues are both done for the summer, so I'm going to be looking for some more to race, but the big news in the, in the racing world. I will
1: say he ended on a strong note. I did, the, I did. I did. I should have got a top three, man. I, I should have got a top which three series.
0: It was, but. it was the P it was the PR sidewinder series. Yeah. Uh, last race at uh, Eldora 76 laps. One thing I do not like iRacing Eldora. I don't like it. I'm sorry, man. Nah. I don't like it. It's, it's, it's not difficult, but it's just kind of one lane at times. and, But I will say, if you get the track to, like, 85 to 90%, the bottom comes back in, and it's great. But you just got to get there. So, like, normal races that we're only racing 25, 30 laps are going to be everybody's on the top at all times. But, like, with this series, everybody was, you could run the bottom. It wasn't as fast, but you could run it. Uh, But the top was my bread and butter for this one, which I'm good at outdoor. I just, it's not as enjoyable as other tracks are. Um But now iRacing have gone and released a track that's that races very similarly, right, Matt?
1: I mean, I guess. I mean it's Would around you say the top.
0: it's more it's more it's around the top, is it's more it's more like old Knoxville. Like a I Knoxville that's well, been run know. on for fifty to seventy five laps. See it,
1: I'm thinking or, like, from the videos and pictures I've seen of Lancaster, it, it reminds yeah, me
0: of Yeah, yeah. And if you don't know, we're talking about Port Royal Speedway, which is a track in real life that has a bunch of grooves of racing, and you can race all over the track, and it's amazing, but on iRacing, it's, it just released yesterday, so I'll give them some time to do an update or two, but right now, it's not the funnest racetrack I've ever been on.
1: One um, lane around the
0: top. I mean, one the lane racing, around the top. It's quick. The racing's good. It's quick
1: yeah, it's the racing's good. You just got to throw a couple elbows,
0: that's all. Yeah, and I got in just a couple of races. I mean, I was I was very fast, but I just there was never there's never a lane to try and make a pass. It's always slide job or bust. Right. Which I mean I threw a few of them. It, it was fun. The track track's not tracks not racy, track's fast, but it's I, I racing's got a little work to do if they want to make it uh make it uh, comparable to the real life track, dude, we got one.
1: we got to use I fifty five because that track, no yeah, matter tracks like everywhere, what Oh my god, it's gosh. all over the place, all over the place.
0: I fifty five is probably creates, yeah creates they, a
1: lot of fun racing.
0: They did it's the, the best track, in my opinion. I was about to say, as far as realism, they did the best with that track. Volusia's pretty good. Land's pretty good. Charlotte's like Charlotte's pretty good. Fairbury's is very good. But Lanier's i55, linear's around the bottom. Lanier's, yeah Lanier's around the bottom, but Lanier's also not a track anymore, so they can't go rescan it and right. you know add banking or add where it's going to be dry slick or whatever the case. Um, but i i55 is the track that they have done the best as far as the simulator is concerned. Um, Port Royal is the newest release. It's okay. Uh, Weed Sport's actually pretty realistic if you've raced it, Matt. Um, the D shaped, uh, dirt oval that they have on the game. It's pretty realistic. It's, it's pretty fun, but it's still not, not my kind of racetrack. Uh, I struggled there, uh, earlier on in the season, but, um, yeah, port Royals now in the game, I guess after this recording's done, me and Matt are going to give it another to try and see if it's any better. So we'll update you guys on that in the future. Um, so yeah. Um, and honestly, Matt, we need to start, this is just a general conversation here. We need to start yeah. like live streaming our gaming and stuff. We need yep. to do that. I need to set that up some way um, to, have, to have it track my VR because I hadn't figured out how to make that work with uh, Streamlabs yet. But I might try and do some Twitch streaming of us here in the near future, even Facebook streams, um, when when a, a new Facebook account for Talking Dirts created. So uh, we'll keep you guys updated on that. Just uh, keep listening along in the weeks to come. And uh, now, Matt, <laughs> I'm going to give you the floor. It's all yours. Uh, talk us through uh, Saturday night at French. Oh, we didn't even finish... Man, we're all over the place today, Matt. Did we? <laughs> did we finish Dixieland? I don't even know. I don't, I don't remember. Either. So we'll give you guys these results real quick. Michael Rouse won the uh, Steel Black Bandit uh, A main event. No, Michael we Rouse. we definitely didn't. We definitely did we not. Did. I don't think we did. <laughs> Michael. Michael <laughs> Rouse. Man, we're all over the place tonight. Michael Rouse wins that main event. Another huge win for uh for Michael and company. And then Matt, how about? Sunday we'll talk about this in just a minute but Sunday he also won another late model a limited late model race We'll talk about that a little bit later on Um, so congrats to michael rouse and team 23. They are doing some big stuff Russell Irwin second and michael batten comes home in the third spot And that's a cool little racetrack. Matt. Have you ever seen i'm Before this past week and watching eddie and them series stuff never heard of dixieland speedway and i'm i it I've might be the it, it might be the the under living under under a rock portion of me, but I never heard of Dixieland. But I saw some pictures. That place looked pretty cool, man. It yeah. it looked it looked pretty like a little bull ring track out in the middle of nowhere. That was a nice a nice form of clay. Um, it looked like a really cool place to race. So I might have to. Uh, actually, I was looking. Um, Friday I had the day off. I was looking at going up there to help out to text eddie and say hey if y'all need any help let me know or something like that um it's about five hours away so i said i'm not gonna do that you know yeah i I, I didn't end up going um so now excuse me excuse my tangent but now i will let you talk about saturday night matt of course where are you up where were you up at let the people know
1: we race in friendship the uh race at carolina that ryan was supposed to go with me to uh Ended up getting canceled on early in the week which i think the whole race got ringed out yes it did if i'm not mistaken yeah so um we went to friendship saturday night so you know unloaded the car would turn in which other than lakeview and sumpter hasn't been the case all year long so that that was a plus um 36 cars signed up by the way um also i want to talk about car counts at other uh, classes too real quick 602 late models had i want to say 29 and i think 602 modifieds had like 32 so ginormous car counts again for that track like it it's been all year um so car you know handles decent in practice i'm like 29th out of the thirty some cars that took a lap. Um which everybody like <laughs> excuse
0: me. <laughs> continue.
1: <laughs> oh my God. So like the ten cars in front of me, they were all pretty much with I was pretty much in within a tenth. We were all they were all in a six or so I was in a six two something something like that. I can't remember. Um so we were happy with it kinda Car still wasn't handling good coming off the corner. So we made a, made a couple of changes. Um, small changes, not big. Uh, went out there for qualifying. Okay, so mm. I go into turn one after I take the green flag. My right front tire catches a hole at an awkward angle, and it snatches the wheel out of my hand. Mm-hmm. And car spins out. So man takes a look- do do That left me with one lap for qualifying. Turned... I want to
0: say... You cut out there real quick. You said that left you with only one lap of qualifying?
1: Yeah. Because I spun out after I took the green flag. Mm -hmm. So, I can't remember what time I, I did. I think I turned like a five. And everybody... That qualified their second lap was their fastest lap i guess because you had the speed built up Mm -hmm. anyways we um i feel like if i had my second lap i could have had a little bit better of a time anyways which that put me 26 and i would have had to have run a b main but thanks to Mr. mr jason that runs all the midi midi series he um he told me you know, don't worry about it, you ain't Mister Ace. Before, before
0: you go any further with the qualifying thing, that's a little different to me. Because um, a lot of your bigger series, if somebody spins out, like coming to a right as they take the green flag, they're gonna back it down and restart both the cars or the all three of them. So that, that's just kind of eh. different that MidEast would do it that way. Is it not?
1: You know, it it is what it is. I want the only at this one point, that yeah, they did
0: that too. So uh, they they were locked in what people. the they locked in what top 16 and B main everybody no, else? they
1: top they locked in the top 24 and the top How two many did they the start? B- they started 26. Oh okay. Okay. Well, technically 25, but we'll get into that later. <laughs> so top two uh in the B main transferred um they locked Excuse me, I'm so wrong. They locked in 22 from qualifying. Top two in the B main. That sounds, transfer. That sounds better. And then two provisionals, which I'm obviously one of them. Um, which the guy who won the B main started where I would have started. So there ain't no telling. I, you know, maybe, maybe could have won a B main. Anyways. um, So I'm going to get ready get in the car one we're having problems with my starter and two when we finally get it cranked up my transmission stuck in reverse and high gear so wow i am absolutely struggling to get it i'm trying my hardest i we gave up on trying to get out there at least two or three times um Finally, I got fed up, and I said, you know what? I'm here. I'm a race. I went and asked Mr. Jason. He said, "Um, I asked him, I said, is it okay if I go out there and just be, you know, four laps down? Because they only completed four laps. Um, He said, yeah, that's fine. So we got it running. Got the transmission unstuck, and I, I went out there. You know, I rode in the back. I didn't push it too hard. I mean, I was driving it but you you get what i'm saying i was just out there making laps um which my lap times were decently consistent i was happy with how how consistent they were um still kind of on the slow end but you know that we didn't we should have adjusted a little more on the car for the feature um track got pretty slick car was loose uh center off but uh anyway, somehow ended up finishing fifteenth
0: did you did were you able to pass any cars Did the adjustments that you made work? Well, we didn't make any adjustments
1: from qualifying to the feature um
0: well, the adjustments you made previously
1: yeah they worked they they tightened the car up a little bit and it and you know, I could hammer it down a little more coming off the corners
0: okay did that <clears throat> did that give you no speed? Were you able to make any passes? Because, obviously, uh, the rest of the cars probably weren't four laps down, so you made up your time on cars that were out of the race, but did, were you able to make any no, passes? No, I didn't. That were out there?
1: I, did, I tried to one lap. There was one lap uh-huh. I tried. I actually tried to make a pass. Because, like I said, I knew I was four laps down. Passing anybody wouldn't do no good. So mm-hmm. if I just ran up on them, I'd back off, and then if the leaders come around, you know, I'll just ride around up top.
0: Um, and another thing that's interesting that I want, want to ask you about the track, your second time there, obviously. Um, well, I'm treating this like an interview. Heck, it is. Your second time there, um, was the, the racing lane and all, was it pretty much the exact same as the first time?
1: The exact same,
0: yes. Was it? Wow. Um, hot,
1: hot laps, get it right up on the wall. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you get to where you cross the track in turn three, you just yank it down to the middle. Yep. Right right around there, Come, kind of come off the bottom. Um, now, qualifying, it was different. Mm-hmm. Qualifying, everybody that went before me, the middle was fast. Yeah. So that's what my dad reported to me. So that's where I, I went in qualifying. Now, okay. a lot of the faster people went out after me. And they were running kind of closer to the top. hmm So that, that was a little different last time um feature same exact same exact line
0: right around the the ring of the bottom right, yep right around the bottom and that's crazy I saw a um a video a that lot came of drama there two really 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 what happened yeah, we'll we'll get in the, okay um well first off the 602s
1: had a nasty flip uh-huh i want to say the car I, I don't know exactly what happened I didn't see it I just saw there was like two or three cars there with their uh Roofs crushed in, caved in whatever Ooh. uh car I'm guessing rolled over two of them, I don't know, two or three of Dang. them I, but um,
0: did they throw down
1: no i didn't I no? don't think they fought. No. no we got some some cool bomb heads out there in the six o two modified
0: race oh, you seen the video well, the modified <laughs> boys are nuts, man
1: guy under caution, guy comes there in turn two. <laughs> Jack's the guy in front of him up and just floors it and drives him oh, all the way down to turn four.
0: <laughs> Never left. He, caught, he caught somebody else at the end he of it. Somebody else. Yeah. Oh, man, I hate to be that guy. I'd have been so mad if I Ooh. wasn't involved with in this. I'm running the second spot and somebody all of a sudden is pushing another guy on the track, jacks me up and spins me around. Boy, I'm going to be hot. Yeah.
1: There was also some drama in my race, too. Apparently, um, there was a guy leading and uh-huh. something happened and he he was spun out well he went and i'm i'm assuming hit the car that caused him to spin out because i heard on the race every day they were like they were like man i know you're frustrated but we can't be having that under caution go ahead and park it uh-huh uh, so a little bit of drama there
0: now i don't know which car it drama.
1: was almost oh i, I
0: Barely avoided a wreck too. Well, the other crazy thing you're talking about the uh, you were talking earlier about the track being right around the bottom for the feature. I saw a video from a photographer where who was right up on the wall, man. You remember the video that I got where I was close to the wall, like yeah. you would say I was right on the wall. This guy was on top of the wall, yeah, taking photos, and you could just see. uh he took a video. Of just cars going by inches from him and there was, that was one that yeah there was one that clips the inside uh the inside wall this man takes off running from the wall it's hilarious to
1: mention the the guy getting doored yeah the
0: did, did get doored
1: you could hear the metal bending in that thing son they had good audio Ooh. on that camera
0: then they did i speak. i just picked up a new camera not too long ago i'm gonna start doing some uh some vlog stuff again hopefully in the very very near future or just some race uh, race filming in general, but um yeah. Anything else you want to cover from friendship? Obviously, a great racetrack, a great announcer Jack is amazing. That's one of my good buddies in the racing business. Um, y'all had a lot of a lot of big names come out and race. So oh, over, yeah. are you satisfied with the night you have given all the circumstances? I are mean, you satisfied given, now that we're about a week week after?
1: Given all the you know the crap that happened in the shop last week, things not working and having to you know staying there late, you know that's one of the reasons why I didn't do the podcast last week. Um, that and all the struggles of the day on Saturday, you know, it, it was a tough day. So, I mean, hey. I, I was happy with it. We didn't, the car didn't get hurt. Not mm-hmm. one bit, didn't put a single scratch on it. So
0: that's, that's all I, that I really finished,
1: matters. somehow finished 11 spots ahead of where I started. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Don't take don't take this as fact, but I I think I might be up to eighth in points after that.
0: That would be great. Just have a, a shot at a, a points payday at least. Yeah, I at this
1: point in the season might be a stretch, but I kind of like to see if I can muster up a top five.
0: That would be that would be epic, man. Because you never know. They're, they're still a, we're about at the halfway point. There's still a lot of people that could drop off the tour, could miss a couple of races, and if you don't miss them then you're in a good spot.
1: Right. Well, that's no. how I finished. <laughs> that's how I finished fourth and that's points right. at Lakeview the other year.
0: That's how you won a points championship at Sumter.
1: Yeah, because I was only
0: <laughs> <laughs> for points. We got a good little group of late models coming again this week, I hope. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. I'm not going to say any names because they haven't uh, confirmed it on their own pages, but I have heard from a few people. Um, I've heard too. Yeah. I've, who have you heard? I've heard uh, I've heard a few of you. Heard.
1: Uh... I ain't gonna name if ain't
0: gonna name we'll, we'll t- um, I'm hoping that that Jordan Yon shows up. Um, That's who I heard. I'm, herp- I'm hoping she shows up because when she does, she is a force to be reckoned with at Sumter. Oh, yeah. um, I think Taylor Woods is going to end up coming back. He was our uh, Week One winner at Sumter. Um, I think he'll end up coming back. And there's a, a few others that I'm hearing about. So hopefully another nine plus car show. Uh, you want to tell me who Sumpter you're hearing weekend. about off air? Um, well, those are the two I said, I wasn't going to say it. And then I said it. And then there, there's others, um, that we obviously want to come that are more local local names like the Mintz boys and, uh, and even heck I'm, I'm waiting to see if Kale green ever comes out of retirement. I hadn't seen him at all this year. Um, so I'm I'm hoping that, that everything's still a go with, with Kale green motorsports. Um, and then obviously some other guys, uh, Tony Ayers, I'm waiting on. Mm. I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's quite, uh, quite ready to go just yet uh, as they, I think they uh, ended up getting a new car, um, so I'm still waiting on Tony to show up, and uh, there are still some others that we'll talk about uh, later on, uh, down the line. But um, man, I think that that about covers friendship, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. Uh, of I think Daniel Parker won six o twos. I don't know who really. Okay.
0: Park. Um, I don't I know, I don't know who this either.
1: I don't know who the seventeen. I don't know his name, but there at the end. Mm-hmm. The last part of that racing, I saw. Excuse me. They had some good racing going on. They were, I mean, his the the seventeen that finished second. His his right front was in front of uh, Daniel Parker's left rear. I mean, it was that really? close. Racing. Let's yeah.
0: see, that would have been uh, Chris Joyce.
1: Yeah, that's his
0: name. So yeah, yeah, uh, you were correct. Daniel Parker wins. Joyce second. Preston Blaylock third. Uh, their renegade feature would see Sean Robinson beat out Nick Milstead and Brian Sype. Uh, MIDI's Pro Four or MIDI 604s. Uh, you didn't even say it. Jeremy Steele goes on to win that one. Uh, Jameson McBride second. Leighton Sullivan rounds out the top three. MIDI's Pro Fours. You had Dylan Warden winning over Chris Allison, Jimmy Price. And then that modified feature you were talking about was a uh, Trey Stamper, that 20S car. It looks like a Jimmy Owens car, but a modified. He goes on to win uh, there with the Mideast Modifieds. Uh, Oh, Lord, this is a good one. Jake Barney Castle finishes second. That's a great racing name. Uh, And Buck Stevens, another great racing name, finishes in the third spot. And how about old old Typhoon Ty? He'd come home with a top five finishing in the fourth spot. And then Hornets, uh, Stephen Herring beats out Tiffany Herring and Brandon Collins for the win. Again, that was Friendship. Motor Speedway this past weekend where Matt was racing. Now, uh, one other uh, track, or actually two other tracks, I want to talk about from this past weekend, Matt. Real quick, we'll start with a uh, we'll start with a uh, Lancaster Motor Speedway, the big half mile up in Lancaster, South Carolina. You had let's go to main events here. You had the Renegade main event, which was won by Jason Gulledge over Brandy Baker, and Jonathan Henson. I do believe that is correct. Uh, Brandy Baker and Timbo Mangum, top three, excuse me. Jonathan would would fall out early. Um, Hornet main event, you had Brandon McManus over Dan Benson and uh, Anthony Dallas. Thunder Bomber main event, you had Hunter Thunderberg Hunter winning over Brent McAteer and Isaac Thomas. Uh, Blue Ridge Outlaw late model main event, I believe it was Matthew Nance winning once again. Um, who pretty much at this point, if he just keeps showing up, he'll have the points championship wrapped up for Blue Dude, Ridge. He
1: might can, he might can uh, sit home in the last few races.
0: Heck, he might can if he keeps winning like he is. Uh, Man, I believe wow. Shirey comes home second, and if I'm not mistaken, Dylan Watson third might be possibly. I don't know. I have to check their Facebook uh, at a later time and, and figure that one out exactly. Pure Stockman event, Pebo Johnson wins over Jason Tolbert, Brent McAteer, Young Guns, Kaylee Wallace with the victory. In that, and then one other track, Matt. Real quick before we talk about some other stuff, before we wrap up, uh, Lawrence County Speedway. Uh, they run, I believe, six classes, maybe seven. Thunder Bomber, Maine, Josh Williams or Josh Wilson beats Chris Patterson, Chop Pulley, for the uh, for the top spot. Uh, limited late models. Do you know long a win in limiteds at Lawrence? Um, Thunder Bomber main event, Josh Wilson beats out Chris Patterson, Port Chappell. I just went over that one, man. I'm repeating myself here. You got to help me with these things, man. Help me. Brad Rachels wins the 602 Crate main event over Chucky Duncan and Colby Cannon. Uh, young Gun main event, Carson Taylor goes to victory lane there. Front wheel drives the Seahaw division. Uh, Travis Jameson beats out Trent Blackwell and Scott Kleiniger. For the win there, Thunder Bomber Futures, Keith Eaton wins it. Brian Lambert second, Carl Watkins third. MMSA main event, Kevin Cooper over Austin Brown. Uh, Randy Johnson comes home in the third spot. And again, in the Limiteds, it was Dino Long, Frank Coates, Brad Basie, your top uh, three there. That's the last track I want to cover from this past weekend, Matt. Um, A lot of cool racing coming up this weekend. Now, break the news here. You've been sharing my flyers. You've been doing all that stuff. Are you coming to race this weekend at something, Matt?
1: Uh, you know what? Yeah.
0: I got it. I knew it. The first time. Okay. This is the first time all season that you have been sharing our flyers and stuff like you were going to come race. So I kind of picked it up. on like, That's coming to, to race, man. To be honest. All right. I'm going
1: to be 100% honest with you right now. Okay. Okay. Didn't know I was sharing them. <laughs> 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 if you know, my dad is also a user of my Facebook account. <laughs> so I I didn't know.
0: You didn't know, but, uh, but I called I you bluff. Was, I knew it was happening.
1: I was going to be hush. I was going to be <laughs>
0: hush. But so y'all come I, out. And, honest,
1: uh, I was I was going to Snapchat you Saturday morning. <laughs>
0: and try to surprise me.
1: I was going to Snapchat you Saturday morning and tell you to bring my camera to the track.
0: <laughs> well, I'll bring it anyway, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man, well, the surprise is out. So you're going to mix it up I with James again.
1: Have, hey, yeah, yeah.
0: It's, it's all good. You're going to mix it up with James again. So that's going to be a lot look, of fun. Hey, man. look. I'm
1: hoping I can get it done for the first time in the late model. I
0: And I'm it's hoping gonna that it, tough.
1: it's going to be tough. But I, you know And
0: I what I want, okay, if you're a photographer you're coming to Sumter this weekend, I want a shot that includes both the Talking Dirt logo on Matt's car and the Talking Dirt logo on James' car. If you're a photographer, you can make that happen. Hit me up, um, and I will somehow there, – There's one of me uh,
1: going into turn one already with, you know, where you can clearly see your logo.
0: Well, yeah, 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 but I, I want one that has – because James now has a Talking Dirt logo on his car, right. or will very soon. I want a logo of you and him side by side. This is on you, too. I need you and James to help me make this happen. I want a picture oh, that – I don't. I don't – honestly, I don't care if it's under caution. Just, shh, okay? Um, <laughs> Um, I want a picture of you and James side by side, both talking dirt logos. Or actually it'd really be one in front of the other, whatever. Um, both logos visible, and we're gonna somehow make it into the album, the artwork, the cover art for the Talking Dirt podcast. I want to make it happen. So if you're a photographer and you can help me make that happen, let me know. Um I mean it's
1: there there's already a few, you know, pictures and videos of me and james around each other so there it is
0: but but neither while both of you were talking dirt sponsored drivers and the other talking dirt sponsored driver um banjo duke we're trying to get him back ready to go he's still adjusting to being a brand new father in the world so again congratulations to him and his wife stacy um they're both trying to figure out this whole parenting thing but hopefully he'll be back racing a super late model sometime uh, in the near future, oh, yeah. so that's, that's very exciting. I'm ready to pack up all my camera gear and hit the road. That is for dang sure. Uh, and I'm also, if the time ever allows, I'm ready to hit the road with the camera gear for you as well. And hopefully that happens, uh, sometime soon. Um, obviously you're running the whole East tour, but if, hey, we if got I'm another... off week, you're off a year off a week, then Hey, let's go.
1: We, um, I know I got a, another Friday race coming up in uh, September that you might be able to go with. Hmm.
0: Very, very um, possibly. if it's be at Gaffney. If it's... I'll talk to you about that off the podcast. I might be during one of my, um, my other vacation week for the year, so that might be something that we do. Um, yeah. So, again, uh, Matt breaking the news here. He's going to be racing at something this weekend. A uh, bunch of the late model guys uh, actually got vintage cars, the uh uh southern vintage racing series will be in attendance for their first time as a series i believe at sumter um so yeah a bunch of co- a cool old school looking rides gonna be in the house at sumter speedway this weekend if you don't come if you don't like racing and you like old rides just come out and check those out for what they are and that's I'll stay the main with reason i'm racing have a good time. there
1: this weekend
0: just to see the old oh, cars yeah <laughs> I, mean, I just want to see classics man that's Man, them things <laughs> on that flyer look nice. Mhm. They do, and the thing that's going to hurt me is not seeing that number three car out there. I believe they changed it to, yeah. one to somebody else is driving it. But, uh, yeah, rest in peace, Kenneth. i uh, I'm going to miss seeing him at Sumter because he's usually there every time a vintage series comes. Uh, that one's going to be a little hard to swallow. But, um, yeah, vintage cars this weekend at Sumter. Uh, y'all come out and see those. Uh, come for them and stay for are seven other divisions of racing, including late models, uh, Cruiser Street Stock, which last week in Matt had 22 cars. You heard that, 22 uh, street stocks for a local race at Sumter. That just about breaks our record, um, our recent record that we'd set last week or uh, last year around this time of, I believe it was 27 that took the green flag, which is is mind-blowingly crazy.
1: That is nuts.
0: Dude, Sumter is a small enough racetrack that – really you need to max out at the 24 mark and no more
1: i i understand like 27 mini late models maybe yeah no full-size cars not even uh not even the uh
0: extreme force. Kinda,
1: Extreme fours, Econo fours, none of them. Yeah, no, right? I know,
0: mean, right? Oh my God. 24. That, that's it. <laughs> yeah, but 22 started this past week. Only, I think, were like six finished or seven. So that tells you what kind of a night it was at oh, Sumter this God. past weekend. But this weekend, we'll see how many street stocks we end up with. Thunder Bombers will be in action. Super Street will be in action. Extreme and Econo four in action as well as Modified Four. So a lot of good stuff to look forward to at Sumter Speedway this weekend. I think, uh Matt, Lakeview Back to Racing, if I'm correct. Okay. Uh, Lancaster yeah, will be Bray. racing yeah, the Sandra Miller Memorial Lakeview, so y'all go check that out. Uh, one of the Good races that we hit earlier in the in the show um was Fayetteville on Sunday. Fayetteville come yes. out and they, they want to do a Sunday fun day. Um they advertised a lot of money. Um some cars showed up, but it was a big thing that I saw was that a lot of people had to work on Monday and they didn't want to stay Dude, out Sunday.
1: Is too is tough to race on Sundays. It
0: is. It really is. Unless it's an early yeah. afternoon show, it really is. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, um, and let's look at some features. Of course the the car count was still pretty good. Uh, yeah. With ten cars in in stock V eight. Rocky Gasquet wins over Jason Floyd and Jaden Locklear. Um, in the Legend Division, uh, Josh Shinowski. Wins, I think it was 20 cars in Legends. So, I mean, a good car count there. Model Lights, you have Mason Ford beating out Donovan Jackson and Tim White. I think 13 of those signed in for the feature. Uh, Street Stock feature, only six cars in Street Stocks. With Chris Powers, who actually finished second at something the night before, goes over to Fayetteville. He beats out Joey Wilkes and uh, Mike Maynes, your top three there. 602 Modifieds. On on yeah, exactly. First one on the year. Congratulations for him. Dustin Watkins wins the uh, six hundred two modified main event. Donovan Jackson second. Eric Bentley third. I think nineteen cars uh, for modifieds. I ninety five late model challenge. Michael Rouse beats out Dustin Mitchell and Matthew Bissette, uh for the top three there. Not That's another run
1: for Matthew Bissett.
0: Not bad at all. Matthew Bissett, a really good run, but even better. Michael Rouse two wins on the weekend of uh, three thousand dollars plus.
1: I knew it was going to happen. I, I was just, it wasn't a matter of if it was when that he would come out, you know, and just start parking it. Oh yeah. For, for a He's while, they were did.
0: for a while earlier this season, they were a little MIA and then they started racing some top tens. And then now it's uh it's Ralph season as he pulls off two big wins this past weekend, bring out Justin the broomstick, bring out the exactly right. Dustin Mitchell again, finishes second, another driver who's been on a mad money crunch so far this year um and then the only other feature to talk about was the junior sprint feature now your cousin didn't race this one did he
1: yeah i think he finished sixth.
0: six let's see lane gerald yep finishes sixth um clay blackwell wins white davis second james erskine finishes in third spot and then lane- how many uh is this lane's first year of racing matt
1: uh no i think it's a second maybe second yeah year, i'm pretty maybe. sure it's the second year those
0: finishes for it being your second year that's that's pretty oh, yeah. uh pretty promising for that kid hope hope uh hope he keeps at it really
1: hoping he can park it soon. He, he's
0: he's in a racing family you never know You're right that kid might he might pick it up one day and just be lights out balls to the wall one of the best in the business never know he could be better than you and johnny combined and y'all will never know
1: <laughs> only time will tell
0: <laughs> only time will tell exactly speaking of johnny is is he uh is he racing this weekend at Yes, he is. He is awesome. Awesome. Who's putting on that show at Lakeview? Is it just a, a local late model race, or is it a big? A big it's race? a
1: well, you know, Sandra Miller is obviously Miller. The they were the, yes. that family was the last owner of that track, so yes, you know, a big, big person, you know, into that track. So they're just putting on a memorial race for it for her and uh putting up a you know a decent bit of money.
0: Oh yeah. De- very decent. And it's it's the same way with the um was it the Edwards Family Memorial later in the year?
1: I'm not sure. I know last year it was the uh that race fell on steel block. Steel Band- Band- okay. Yes. So
0: okay. Because I think that, that race ties in with uh with Eddie, who is one of the, the top dogs at the Sealbot Bandits. so that makes sense that it would be under their banner. It does. Um Again, that it was kind of crazy. Remember, a couple of years ago, they ran those races on back-to-back nights. That was one of the probably the the funnest, the most fun I've had during a, like a weekend at a racetrack. That was uh, what 2020, I think maybe. And we went with, with Banjo. That was like the Banjo got in that wreck um, in the in the Saturday night race, running third. But that that was one of the most fun. Oh weekend. yeah, I wish yeah, that. Yeah. I wish they would okay, do that. again. Yeah, I remember that now. I wish I, they would I was do that again. For a <laughs> I wish they would do that again, and, and but obviously both those races were scheduled way out apart from each other. But they pushed them together for some reason that year. I think it was COVID um, that was the cause of that. But um, yeah, I wish they yeah, would do that again. Okay. Tripp, I got it anybody now. if you're listening, do a do a double header, lay them on a race like that with like a three thousand to win one night and a five thousand the next, and cars will come out of the wazoo. I promise.
1: If they can get the sponsors for it. I'm sure they'd do it. <laughs>
0: Well, it would be a great thing to do for like the Steel Black Bandit series. It would. Yeah. Because they there's a buku of cars in that general area. I'd like to and see the Lake Cash U. Money One Hundred out there. I would too. Oh, the cool thing, have you seen this? The Cash Money One Hundred moved this year. North Wilkesboro. To North Wilkesboro for the racetrack revival. That's gonna that's be awesome. very answer that dude, that's gonna be awesome. I'm going um i'm i'm not letting anything stop me i am going to see north Wilkesboro as a dirt racetrack in my lifetime they
1: are running 604s but they are running them in the middle of the week oh man they're running them on like a monday and a tuesday or tuesday and wednesday one one of the two
0: yeah i wish they would like just do everything on the weekends and not run weekdays because people can't get off of work, man. Yeah. It, it's it's tough out here for a player. Let me tell you. In, in
1: my current situation with my truck, and, you know, trying to upgrade my race car, block, I can't block, quite I afford you. to
0: take off of work. Yeah, I got you. Well, <laughs> I will at least I kind of, I want to go up there to see that steel block race. That's going to be interesting on a track that big. If I'm
1: open that weekend and it's and they race on a weekend, I mm-hmm. I probably will ride up
0: there. Sweet. Let's hey. Let's make it a trip. Um. But yeah. Maybe
1: maybe try to convince cousin Johnny to go. Who knows?
0: Hey. Let's let's go. I'd love to see that one. If he can. If he's got a motor, motor that can withstand it, let's go. Because that's going to be balls to the wall, wide open. I'm afraid, and that might be uh detrimental to a couple of motors. But I'm sure that those guys that that uh have enough in the motors, they'll be a, they'll be fine. Oh yeah. Um. Aside from North wilkes that's coming up in a few months. Uh, this coming weekend and weekend, uh, the Dirt Late Model Dream and the Eldora Million. Matt, uh, they haven't quite started yet. It's still Wednesday. Let's get some picks in, okay? We're both going to do picks. Is that okay with you? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. First. But, uh, first for, tonight, the, for the million race. Both. We're going to go million, dream, dream. Or we're going to go million and dream because there's only one dream not, this year. Not including the prelims. N- um, we can go that far if you want to go that far. Because you never know with the prelims because they're going to be split up by heats and all. So let's not do prelims. Yeah, Actually, we can do prelim for Friday night because there's just one big feature at the end. Um. Okay, so I'll let you go first. Who is winning the Dirt Lane Model Million, the Eldora Million, tomorrow night on Thursday? Madden. Chris Madden. Chris Madden, a driver who historically hasn't been that great at... Eldora. You think he's got to get it done? Well, just the pair he's been on this year, you know?
1: He's I, if, if I'm not mistaken, he's made the most money out of all the dirt late model drivers. He has. this yes, year. he has. I mean, he, he, has. He, he is on a roll right now. I mean, he won almost all the races at Bristol. It's
0: mm-hmm. that's, that's another big track. So, I mean, okay. I, I, I 100% see it. I can see it. Now, the, the weird thing is... The, just the course of this week, man, early this week, they have completely torn off the top layer of dirt or clay at Eldora and repacked it with new new dirt. Isn't that insane? They did that in two days. Hey, you got it. They had it ready. Do. It's a million dollar track. They had it ready for Wednesday night and they started this on Monday. Uh, that's insane to me. Uh, that They were able to get it done, but they got it done, and luckily Mother Nature gave them a break to even have it tested out by pumping gallons and gallons and gallons of water on it, so that can only make that track better, in my opinion, because I'm that gonna, kind of clay is going to hold all that moisture.
1: I'm going to say this. It was a risky call, because there's no telling what it's going to do.
0: And a lot of people hated it at first.
1: But at least they're listening to the drivers and, you know, they are trying to fix
0: it. And I think with Mother Nature's help, this is going to work out very, very well. I hope now so. That, now that what has happened has happened and it rained on Wednesday all day, and that track has give, been given a chance to soak in all that moisture and will get more attention over tonight and tomorrow morning, that's probably going to be a perfect racing surface. I'm going to tell if, you what,
1: the skin a little sidetrack, but I wish I had flow racing so I could watch. Because the last few laps in, in that race Saturday night is mm-hmm. going to be in. Pain. That it is, man. I, I, have
0: I mean, everybody duking about it that. out.
1: Everybody yeah. duking it out for a million dollars. Like, come yeah,
0: on. that that's gonna be that's gonna be Thursday night. That's gonna be tom- tonight actually. Is oh. really the of this. So they're doing the the millions Thursday, and then the uh, the dirt late model okay. dream is Friday and Saturday. Um,
1: I didn't realize they were doing it. On
0: so 30. my pick for the dirt late model million or the uh, the Eldor million, excuse me. Hmm. Let's see, Matt. I'm going to be a little off the cuff here uh, and give you somebody that a lot of people probably aren't expecting, but he is the most recent Super Late Model winner at Eldora. I'm going to go on Thursday night to win a million dollars with Tyler Erb. I'm feeling solid about it, um, but obviously uh, as a backup, I think Brandon Overton... Uh, uh, can I get a backup? At Eldora. No, we, I, that's not thats not going to be like a backup pick. That's just saying, like, as of, I think. Yeah, all right, all right, all right, all right.
1: Let's get two picks, then. Let's just get okay, two okay, picks.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Go for it, go for it. All right, Chris Ferguson. Okay, for Thursday? Yep. Okay, for Friday night's prelim um, for the Dirtland Model Dream, I'm going to say that Chris Ferguson is going to win the prelim night.
1: The prelim for the dream? All right. The prelim um, for the Friday
0: night, Friday night winner. huh
1: let's see i might have to go with davenport here ah i saw it coming i saw it coming All right. I, he's just he's always good there
0: okay okay wait, so wait, those, wait, those, wait, wait, wait. those are pre-olympics what's that wait wait a minute oh i'm waiting you, you already liked it in, but what you got
1: all right, I'll I'll go for the dream Saturday. I'll choose this guy for the dream Saturday.
0: Okay, okay. So so dream, we'll get two picks. We'll get a pick and a backup, uh, just as we did with the Thursday night race. So my pick to win the Dirtland Model Dream this year will be Brandon Overton. Okay. Backup. As a backup, I'm going with the Mac Daddy Dale McDowell. Dale McDowell. Dale McDowell is always very very good at Eldora. Just hasn't quite been able to uh to pick up the big one yet.
1: All right, all right. Let's see. I think I will go with Scott Bloomquist.
0: Oh gosh, okay.
1: He, I mean, he's always good at Eldora when he's he is, He's
0: always good at Eldora, but healthy. Yeah, yeah. He seems to be healthy so far this year. He does. He does. That's correct. I'm,
1: I'm rooting for him, man. I want to see him back. <laughs> I did see you, so buddy. Him. I did man. too. I'd
0: also a courtesy. A courtesy. Uh. Um. Billy Moyer racing Eldora. Yeah, yeah. I, hope, I hope you see that one too. That would be amazing. All right, my backup <sighs> might go with T Mac. Oh, good pick. Good, um, solid pick. Backup T Mac. Um, yeah, you can't go wrong with honestly though. Either.
1: Honestly though, any of them on any any of the nights so though. Mm-hmm.
0: Be real, easily That's yeah. Any of going. them on any night.
1: Yeah.
0: So you're saying that. Oh man, Chris I, really, I i hope that Chris Ferguson pulls something out too. Yeah, I really do. I think Fergie he'll at least win a prelim night because, hey, if I'm not mistaken, still the track record holder at Eldora too, set it in qualifying a awesome. couple of years back. I believe and, and, he's still a track record holder.
1: And at the big tracks, he he won a big race that he won one of the Bristol nights.
0: He did, and then he won a crown jewel this past weekend. Right. So, so I mean, you never know the momentum's there in that ramp they put on that car. Oh my god, and oh and I saw gorgeous
1: Pierce's reveal on TikTok. That was
0: great, man. Bobby Pierce is pulling out <laughs> the, the ME car, the Ricky Bobby car. Um I if, if if saw the
1: TikTok. It was hilarious. It That's does make I mean.
0: sense. It makes sense. Oh man. Yeah, so Eldora is gonna be interesting to watch this coming weekend. But uh I do urge you all if you're in the central South Carolina area, come see me and Matt and James and everybody else. Um, at Sumter speedway this coming weekend, we're going to have just as fun of a time. I can assure you with just as good a racing, probably because Sumter is known for uh, very close quarters, tight racing. And if you've never witnessed it, come out, check us out and see it. Um, we're talking about some other tracks that are racing this weekend as well. Talking about the big topics, Eldora, um, a couple races from this past weekend, Matt, anything else that you want to cover before we let the people go? Obviously it's been a little, a little bit yes. longer of an episode here
1: one last thing and we talked about this through a discord chat the other night um Mm -hmm. one thing that I thought you didn't think it was as impressive as I thought but Atomic Speedway saw 83 year old an 83 year old yeah 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 burn Lefebvre's or however you pronounce it okay win a late model race i don't know if it was a super 604 602 limited i don't know what it was and there wasn't a wasn't a great car count only four cars but still Mm -hmm. 83 year old man out there still getting it done that's 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 impressive to me and i I went on his facebook and i was looking at it it showed they had a poster 40 years of uh his racing just pictures says Mm -hmm. he's a 20 time track champion. This past weekend at Atomic Speedway was his six hundred and sixtieth feature win.
0: Is he a uh, a member of the Late Model Hall of Fame? You know, I don't know. I haven't. Don't know. We need to check I, into that and see. I need I to go. Really, in. Hmm.
1: I I don't really know who all's in the
0: Dirt Late Model I got Hall you. of well, Fame. We're gonna look it up because I kind of want to do a an episode one day. Um, uh, just like highlighting drivers that are in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Even local ones like the Lancaster Hall of Fame or the Lakeview Hall of Fame or the Sumpter one. Whenever I finally get clearance to start it, you know, so that, that'd be kind of cool to talk about just by like, local guys on the podcast. Sumpter's
1: got a whole history book, man. I, dude, I actually oh my gosh, I yeah. actually, I actually bought it a, a few years ago. I have it. I, I'll be honest, I haven't read it, but I have looked through it and I've <laughs> seen some names that you know when you when you are at the track and hearing conversations of people talking about you know legends here and yep. You know, Names way back in the day, there was a lot of names I recognized in there. And the cool thing about that is, up to the date the book was made and published, they have mm-hmm. a list of every single driver that visited there. That's right. Uh, I think that is awesome. I think someone needs to go back and have it republished with an Please, update on dude, that. I can't roster. find a
0: copy. I can't find a copy. You got the only copy dude, that I know. It's on, of that It's on the
1: Amazon. You can buy
0: it right is now. It still- I thought it was off of Amazon.
1: Oh, man. Hey, I don't know. It was when I bought it. It was on there.
0: Well, I need to go on Amazon and order it like right now. I'm going to go check because if if I find it on Amazon and you guys don't have it out there, you need to pick it up too. So I'm going to look it up on Amazon real quick. Let's see. I see the Sumter Speedway song. Fun fun fact, Matt, there is a Sumter Speedway song that was released by Steve Benden um, that I now play okay. every Saturday night as we're leaving the racetrack. It's our new it's our new closeout song. If uh somebody wants to if somebody's a songwriter out there and wants to make me an updated Sumter Speedway song, um I will play it uh, as well. I don't see it on um don't see it on Amazon anymore. So that, that kind of makes me sad.
1: Let me see if I can but find it on
0: purchases. We will uh we will look up we will look it up and let you guys know where we find it in a later episode, but it's, uh, it's It's been a good, long episode. We Again, we're sorry for not having one go up this past week, but uh, gave you a longer episode this week to make up for it. We hope that you enjoyed it. We hope that you come see us this weekend at Sumter. If not, uh, go check out racing wherever you are local to. Again, big races going on in Lawrence County, Lancaster. Um, there's a couple up in North Carolina, obviously, Eldora going on if you want to just stay home and watch that for the weekend. But uh, happy summer, everybody. We'll catch you next week. Got to go. Peace out. See
1: you.